Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And his callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today with me and Tell Dell is Russell Harris. Russell's out of New York. Uh, interestingly enough, out of New York by Texas, via Texas, started in Dallas, went to San Antonio, then moved out to New York. And he's got an interesting story how he has retired his mother by investing in real estate. Uh, over the last couple of years, and uh, we want to get him in here as quick as possible and get to his story. Russell, welcome to the show. Hey, Dell. Great to be here. Glad you could make it, and uh, wanted to just get with you here because I didn't pre-talk to you uh, today, and I want one question I did want to ask, and I'm going to go ahead and ask it right up front. You retired your mother in how long did it take? About between three and four years. It kind of, you know, it, it, all of her expenses were taken mm-hmm. care of from our passive income within about three years um, to where it was a comfortable amount with plenty left over. You know, maybe another year or two at the same growth rate that, that we were doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an interesting story, the, the way you tell it, because um, when you put it together, it, it's such that your mom was there, didn't have enough money to retire, and, you know, she was in peril of losing her job. And yet you were able to take a small amount of money and invest it wisely and end up, uh, you know, replacing your income. So that's a good thing. But the one that really caught me was the further down in your profile here was the fact that you woke up one day and from having a small amount of money that neither you nor your mother could retire on, you wake up one day and you've got over a million dollar net worth. How did you feel when that happened? We were just taken aback. I... You know, I still remember calling her, and I was like, hey, guess what? Uh, we're millionaires. And she, you know, we'd been working really, really hard over the years and, and you know, in different various things and in growing the real estate business. And we, we hadn't looked at the financials too much. We were just focused on, you know, doing the model and, and, and tenants and things. And we were just like, wow. You know, we, we, we don't feel any different, but we, you know, we're, we're the same same people, but it just sort of happened. That's amazing. And... You know, it's a, it really even today hasn't really sunk in that, wow, and what we thought would take in, in the normal kind of business model, 
of saving and putting, uh, you know, 5%, 10% of your money away in the stock market and just hoping and praying it goes up, that maybe in 40 years you might get a million dollars, but it happened to us. And, and yeah, in such a, a short period of time, we were just, you know, just just speechless then. And even, even now um, I'm thinking about it, you know, it's been a few years, but, you know, it, it, it's still kind of thinking then that, that we, we really are in a comfortable financial position where, where we're just out really enjoying life and, and not worrying about that aspect anymore. We're still growing it and and, and making sure that that's, that's, you know, that's going to continue and be there, but it's not something that keeps us awake or that really worries us or anything like that. It's just a huge, it, 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 you can't say it enough, that just huge difference uh, in, in just, just mindset and just overall, just, just happiness in life and, and, and outlook on everything. Well, now that I've dropped the big M on everybody to get them interested in your story, we need to go and start back at the beginning. You're just a young guy, and uh, you, you picked this up at uh, a very early age. You started working hard, saving your money. Pretty much the same story that I had, so I'm going to let you tell your story and pick it up from, you know, before all this, any of this started when you thought you were going to make it the normal way. Right. You know, I've heard you say this multiple times on the radio show, and this, this very much describes me that I was living kind of a, a life of quiet desperation. You know, I was, and I was doing everything that that you were supposed to do, and you were told that that this is the formula for success. You know, I went, uh, I went to the university, and I got a degree in engineering, and then I went and got my first entry level job, um, and it was a and it was a decent amount of money at the time for me without any big expenses. But you know, I remember very very quickly. This would be 2007, right right before the the crash, but. And I remember even then looking, you know, everyone says save a certain percentage of your income, you know, don't take on a big amount of consumer debt. And then you have to go and put in some calculators and kind of predict, all right, in the next 30, 40, 50 years, what's going to be your rate of return? What's inflation? When are you going to die? And it's just, you're, you're like, oh, my goodness, I, uh, how am I supposed to know any of this? And so you, you play with any, you know, and I had a number in my head, how would I feel comfortable that, and, and, and that business model, if that was just my savings amount, you know, how much of that could I comfortably subtract every year um, before, you know, and then make that last over 10, 20, 30 years before I die. And, and frankly, though, the, the, the prospect was, was abysmal. I, I was, you know, you have to, at that time, when you're just out of, out of university, you know, your, your, your frame of mind and, and, and time frame is literally just a semester at a time for major goals and things. You're not thinking in, in years and decades. And so I remember thinking, okay, I've, I've, I haven't even worked a year, and this seems like a long time, and, and now I have to it's gonna take 40 or 50 years to reach those financial goals. That's a good point I've never heard before, but that is a great point. When you come out of college, you are thinking semester to semester. Now all of a sudden we've got to talk about 50, 60 years of our life. That's a great point. Um, so you came out, and you, you did start out that way. How long did it take uh, before you decided that wasn't going to work? And, by the way, I think there was a, a little bit of a problem in there somewhere that probably sped that decision up. Yep, it was, it, 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 yeah, one year later, 2008 happened. So I remember I maxed out my 401K. I maxed out my IRA. And then very next year, I lost, uh, you know, and it was, it was very ingress, uh, aggressive. You know, it was like, you know what, I heard real estate's good. I'm going to invest in some REITs. I'm going to put some money, you know, in the tech industry. So I'm going to put money in tech and everything else and try and be diversified or uh, diversified, as uh, you taught me. And uh, I really like that. 
And, you know, the very next year, I lost well over half my money. It might have been three-quarters of it, just gone. And that was a huge just slap in the face of how am I even going to get 40 or 50 years from now if I'm losing everything now? Well, you know, it's interesting. When you sit here, and I was just thinking about this. we got a brand-new board op today, uh, new guys behind the scenes making things happen for us here. And, uh, you know, so they've not heard the show and the first show they hear, here's a kid comes on and says, look, I bought a couple houses, and a few years later, I'm a millionaire. And I think it's $1.5 you said your net worth was on this. And they got to be sitting there going, like, oh, my God, this has to be a lie. This has to be a Ponzi scheme. Because they don't know that we've been doing this for 29 years. And they're hearing it for the first time. And they, you've got to think about what it's like to be sitting there going, you know, I've got to get up and go to work every day and to work my butt off the rest of my life. And this guy's talking about making a million dollars in just a couple of years and being done. You got the frustration, the living that life of quiet desperation is so true for so many people out there. Now, you had the big 2008 slap you in the face, so it's like me, I had uh, the Black Monday, 1997, I think it was, uh, you know, what they call Black Monday crash. So we all were lucky enough to have something bad like that happen to us at a very early age. It took me two and a half years after that to get myself retired, and I did it on single-family houses. I find your story very compelling, very interesting, that you've done yours on single-family houses also. Why don't you share with us how you started your portfolio and what made you decide to, to get into houses? Sure. So, you know, we'll fast forward a, a a few years, you know, of that, that doing that business model that wasn't working. And uh, I happen to be fortunate that I had a coworker that had just joined Lifestyles and was buying single-family homes in the Dallas area. And, you know, he, he, he was just quietly doing it. Um, was It wasn't, you know, bragging about it or anything. But if you ask some questions, he'd tell you. And I said, well, i got to come check this out. And so I went, I went to the office and the free, you know, the free workshop and then signed up for the two-day right after that and was just uh, just kind of over overwhelmed. So it was, you know, the big thing for me was, you know, instead of having money in, in retirement tax-free at, at you know, age 59 and a half or 60, this is something that all of the Lifestyles members and, frankly, real estate investors all over are doing, doing monthly and then the other, you know, instruments that you have, the cash-out refinance and things like that where you're pulling out your capital gains out tax-free, but that just blew my mind away, and I I went and, you know, I saw you. I went down to Houston. At that time, I actually drove down from, from Dallas to Houston because I wanted to just go to the, the, the very next available workshop, and I remember, um, you know, I still had skepticism, and I remember you going right on MLS Live. These are... Well, we're going to have to stop right there on that skepticism. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Russell Harris and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
the largest multifamily bus tour in the country is coming to Dallas Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Join Del Walmsley, national radio host, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, and his top team of investors, realtors, and expert educators. Ride your way to triple-digit returns. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. Gain one-on-one access to industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Get the only bus ticket worth millions at multifamilymasterstour.com. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. What would two to five hundred dollars extra income a month do for you? It's one of the five ways investment real estate earns money. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we will show you how. Lifestyles Unlimited has been teaching people how to invest in real estate for 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. The first way is cash flow. Cash flow is the reason we seek passive income producing assets. When you have cash flow, you have income. You buy a piece of real estate where the rental income is greater than the monthly income by a decent margin. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about proper cash flow and other ways that real estate makes you money. To learn how and attend a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimited.com and learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimited.com. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Austin's Talk, 1370. Come back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Russell Harris. Russell uh, is in New York City right now, but uh, he started here in Texas, up in Dallas, and went to San Antonio and started investing in single-family houses. As we went to break, I had to cut him off. We came to a segment break. <clears throat> he was talking about being um, a situation where uh, it, it didn't seem real. It was just skeptical is probably the, the word he used. And so we want to pick it back up there if we can, Russell. You came in a little skeptical like most people do, and I would say should when you hear stuff like what we're saying. Um, what changed your mind? Was it the two-day? Where, where did you get the information necessary to see that this made sense? It was definitely the two-day workshop. So, you know, this day starts off of, of just changing your belief system and why, uh, you know, it really helped just to address why do I have uh, a lot of these beliefs about money and different things, and, and you really articulated it because that's all you, you were exposed to is what your parents and your boss and your teachers and everyone else, that's the business model that they're running their life and their finances by 
and you just haven't exposed anything else. And so seeing you really, really break it down and show a different way of thinking, and this is what now, now we're going from, from a poor middle-class mindset to here's what the, the wealthy and super wealthy, this is how they think of money and wealth and things like that, just, just blew my mind. And, you know, at that point I was just open to all of, you know, all of the other information coming. And it was, you know, every doubt that I had, well, what about, it's, it's, you know, tenants, toilets, taxes, how do I, how do I screen tenants? They're gonna, you know, maybe I'll make a little money, but they're just my house after. You know, and I'm going to lose everything. And, you know, you hear these horror stories from uh, other people that have, that have tried real estate on their own, or maybe they inherited a home, and, and they just they want nothing to do with it. And you really showed, nope, here's, um, here's how you mitigate that risk, and here's how you manage it. Here's how you manage the rehab, everything. So just anything, that, that any kind of skepticism that kept coming up throughout the day, you really just addressed head on. And, I just, and then... Uh, what really did it for me is, okay, now we're going to show real live deals available right now today on MLS, and we're going to put numbers on them, show what it's going to cost to buy them, to rehab it. And then even, you know, the, the thing that even got me even more is then you showed, you know, what if we go and, you know, use the concepts of more leverage or hard money. And uh, that was it. I, I, I couldn't tell you anymore. And it's like, I need, to, I need to do this immediately. And uh you know, I remember, I remember after after the first day, just just calling up my mom down in San Antonio, and I was like, you know what? You gotta you gotta hear what Dell Dell has to say. I think this is, uh, you know, this is what we've been looking for. And so, um, she, uh, I got her to come up to Dallas. I think, uh, you know, for the, your next two day workshop, and she saw it and saw the presentation. It's like, all right, you know, let let let's do it because we're not happy with our financial situation now. And uh, that was really it. We, you know, we signed up. You know, we really wanted, we, we, we saw the value in, you know, the experience, the decades of experience from you and then the entire team that, that was all over Texas and Central, you know, the Central Texas office, Houston and Dallas. And we knew that, that that's what it would take to get us kind of to break through our, uh, you know, our sticking points or different spots that, that, you know, our limiting beliefs on this, that now here's, here's, a whole just team um, and, and really family of experience that's going to push us through that. And, you know, at the, the time, too, we weren't at the, you know, mental maturity level yet where we thought that we could take on multifamily. We just, we just, we, we were already taken aback from the single family. It's like, let, let, let's get started here. Um, and, and, and that was it. We, we went and, uh, and after that, uh, and we didn't know, did we want to do, do homes in San Antonio where my mom was or Dallas where I was. We met with both the uh, mentors in both offices. I still remember meeting with uh, Terry Gilblair and Lynn Merle the first times and really showing my goals and things. And they were like, all right, you know, here's your goal. Here's, here's how long it'll take. Here's how we can help you. And just, you know, even then saying, you know, this isn't something that's a matter of decades. This is a few years that you can achieve this. Um, was was really just a completely different way of thinking for us, and so, you know, within a few months we identified a deal that happened to be in San Antonio, and you know, even even then, I, it, you know, you talk about your very first deal that you did that there was a lot of resistance to any little change or counter offer or anything. You're like, nope, that's it, I can't do the deal. You know, we, we <laughs> that that in some ways there's a lot of parallels in my my first deal. So I remember it was with. Uh, you know, realtor, uh, and he's still in the central office, Greg Trimble. I did my very first deal with him, and I remember the house was uh, it was a foreclosure, and they were listing it for seventy thousand. They said, you know what? I think we can bid sixty-five. 
you know, and then we'll go get we'll go get three bids for contractors. We'll go look at everything. We'll get all the comps, and you're going to make well over 30% rate of return. And it was just crazy. Um, and I remember putting in an offer and just so much. And he's like, you know what? Are you ready? You guys are good. This is great. But let's do it. And the whole team was just behind us the whole the whole way. From you know, we never even we never even uh, had. For before that, so so we were on the cash method before that. So even the concept of a mortgage or a hard money loan, you know, everything before that, we you know, I grew up in modest homes that that uh, you know my mother was able to to buy in cash or cars in cash. So any of that was just all right. You know, now this is ours, and and we're trusting the system, and and the rate of returns and everything. This is going to make the huge difference in our in our life, and and just having all of that backing behind us made made everything, and uh, you know, and and I think it's it's. You know, you've said this many times, but, you know, your first few deals is when you're really going to blow up uh, the, the mentors at the office with all of your questions, concerns, and, and every every little thing that comes up. And then after that, you're, you're very comfortable with your, your competence and, and, and confidence in the area that you've done this a, a number of times. You know, little things might come up here or there, but that's just part of it. And, and you're equipped and mature enough to handle it. And... Really, with that, so so after the first deal, which was the toughest, we went and we're like, oh my goodness, this this worked out as exactly as Dell said. You know, what's next? What else can we do? How fast? You know, we did four more that year, so we did five total our first year. And uh, you know, once you get that momentum, it's it's hard to stop. Well, five and one years a really good start, and um, I know myself, I did uh, four in a row right away within two months. And that gives you so much momentum from that point forward. Hey, we had someone that called in. Looks like they couldn't last on the line. If you want to call back, if you want to call in, our number here, by the way, is a new number. The number is 855-497-4DELL. That's 855-497-4335. If you want to call in, we'll get you in. Uh, we have open lines available. And uh, as we work into this next segment here, Let's, we're going to get together and talk about some of these numbers that of profits that you've made uh, in general. You've listed them down here so we can go through and we'll get through that a little bit. And I also want to get to, um, again, something about how you decided that you had to take care of your mother. Because, you know, plans, great plans, you know, of, you know, the best plans made in the world always run into something that comes along the way that just sort of knocks the bejeebers out of them sometimes. And uh, you were put in a situation where no matter how hard you were putting together your future and your plan, something came up that forced you to take over someone else's problem. So we'll cover that when we get back. We'll be right back with Russell Harris and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Welcome Show. Back. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Hey, new board, new times, new sounds. So we'll just get it right eventually here. Um, with me here today on Tell Dell is Russell Harris, a uh, gentleman out of New York 
who has been doing this uh, since 2000, and let's see what the earliest date was here, 2013 it looks like he started and um, got involved here with Lifestyles, and now he's got 27 houses and three apartment complexes, or two apartment complexes, I think, and uh, he's gone through a lot. So, um, Russell, you still with me? Yep, I'm still here, Dale. All right, let's. I got a quick question, and don't, don't want you to run on on this one because then I want to get into some other stuff. Okay. But the first, the the next question is, tell everybody what happened and why you had to come to your mom's financial rescue, um, just so everybody out there realizes that stuff happens. So a year and a half, and and so our growing our, our single family portfolio. Now, my mom's 66 at this time, and she loses her job. And, you know, that's a really, really uncertain time at that age. She, she didn't know, you know, is she still employable, that, that, you know, she was planning on being near retirement and maybe going to have a, a few more years. But there was a lot of uncertainty, and uh, the truth of the matter was in, in, in savings, she just had a few hundred thousand dollars. And so how long is that going to last you? Um, but then we started looking at... The, the real estate that we just started building, you know, we'd been building up towards seven homes at the time, and we had just over $3,000 a month in passive income, which, you know, that's cash in your, in your pocket every month. So, you know, a, an equivalent, you know, pre-tax income, that might be four or 5000 a month, which is a, which is a decent amount of money in San Antonio, Texas, if you have low, low expenses. And so we were like, you know what? You're fine. You don't have to worry about any money. We can take care, you know. You're going to be taken care of. You're not going to have to dip into your, any of your savings or worry about, you know, stress about finding a new job or anything. You know what? Why don't we just focus on this for you full time and just really, really, really grow it. And it's been doing so well now. Let, let's really make it in, into, into something and, and, you know, really change the course of, 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 you know, our lives and our family and, you know, and anyone else, friends and anyone that, that, that comes across that we kind of sing uh, the praises of lifestyles and, and, and what it's done for us. So somewhere along the line, you guys became less conservative and more aggressive. And eventually, you refinanced the cash out of your mother's home. That had to have been a scary situation. But since then, you've gone on and done two more refinances and pulled out hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars from the real estate you already owned and some money from your mother's house. How did that feel, that first refinance, going deeper into debt? It, 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 it took some convincing on, on my mom's side because it was, it was her, you know, this is her safety net in her, in her late 60s, her paid in full home. You know, we just had to go back to, you know, Dell, you know, Dell really points out that a paid in full home isn't security. You still have liability of, of taxes, HOA, um, utilities. So it's really just debt equity. How, how do we get at it? And really kind of leverage it and, and, and continue on. So we kind of went back and forth and decided, you know what? You know, what are the mortgage rates now, uh, you know, for a cash out refinance? And they were under 4%. Well, at this time, we're making well over 20% cash on cash on any real estate deal. So, so our hurdle rate is so low to, to make that make sense. And so after a while, it was a no-brainer. And we, we took that money, and we bought at least five more homes, between five and ten. I don't know the exact number, but it, it was a significant amount that, that the, the, the little debt that was put on our home, that how we were able to leverage that out, made such a huge difference for us. I'd say, man, you guys got all the way up to 27 homes. 
somewhere along the line, you decided to try something different. Tell us how that came about. How did you decide to get into passive deals? That's a completely different direction. It's both multifamily and it's letting somebody else do the work. Tell us how that change came about. You know, when you you hit us, you know, the single family homes, our, our model was because I was, you know, helping, helping her remote find deals and do the numbers. And then she was really the boots on the ground. So she was meeting the contractors. She was meeting the tenants, the realtors, looking at deals, things like that. And, uh, you know, we were looking at growth. This is, you know, we, we have 27 homes. And we know Dell at one point had well over 100. But, you know, she's thinking, well, I have to drive 30 minutes to this side of town, then 45 minutes here, 30 minutes here. Um, and, and it's not taking up a lot, of, a lot of her time, but she just thinks, you know, well, well I do want to start enjoying retirement a little more and, and truly being more, more passive and living, you know, kind of living in that way. Well, let's, you know, we've been to the case studies. We've seen everything. Let's go and, uh, and look at some of the passive deals. You know, we've met some of the leads in the various offices in Dallas and Central Texas. And, you know, let's see what they have coming up. And so, you know, very, very, very quickly, we, we, we saw that, you know, the, the leads are very, very active in, in the Texas area now nationally. And so we had a few things that we analyzed and, and compared and talked about, you know, what are, are we interested in more, uh, you know, a yield play or value play. And we thought for, for where she was, we wanted more of a yield play. Because, again, we're, we're, we're looking for monthly cash flow to take care of her expenses and then have that extra to grow our business. And so we found... We found one that just really fit that, that box and criteria for our needs. So you know what? We're going to go and give this, this lead with a proven track record some money. And uh, you know what? We're going to sit back and just collect uh, the mailbox money, as we call it, you know, every, every quarter. And we'll still be growing our, our, our wealth and our, our cash flow, but, but this won't take any, any extra, you know, of our, our, our time. Even though it wasn't taking a lot of time, you know, this isn't any, any extra time on, on ours except, you know, reading reading the financials and, uh, and, and depositing money. And, and that sound, it, it, at that time, that just sounded like a great, uh, great trade-off for us. Well, it, it worked out well for you because it not only produced some additional cash flow for your mother and yourself, but it also created some capital gains down the way that uh, I'm pretty sure you didn't pay any taxes on. It was just sort of tax-free because of the way you got the money out of the deal. You want to talk about those kinds of gains that were coming out of it? This is for the the multifamily or the same yes family? for the multifamily. Yep. So, so about a year and a half into our first passive deal, the you know the 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 lead lead investor did did you know followed the plan that they had outlined and said you know here's where the rents are and the value is now, here's what we're going to do to improve it, and they raised the value enough that in that time they did a you know refinance. And return back uh, well over, you know. They they, they return back. Uh, That's the second deal. I'm looking at the first one. Okay, so you know after after a year and a half, they um, the the deal. You know we voted on it. So you know what? It's gone up a huge amount in price, and we'd really like to find a new deal for this. So they sold the deal, and returned back uh, all of our money plus 50 percent. So. You know, if you think about that, where, where, where before we were doing some legwork on our single family, we had to go and analyze them and meet with tenants. Here's, here's another way of thinking as we find a, you know, proven lead. And they, uh, you know, after a year and a half, you know, we're making money off them. And after a year and a half, they give us all of our money back plus a 50% capital gain. It was just crazy. 
you know, we're making yeah. just as much money, if not more. Uh, and and we didn't do anything but but invest with someone in, in, in the lifestyles community. That's crazy. And then you think about that as a stock. You know, first of all, the stock's not paying you anything. But let's say it did pay you. Let's say it's a bond. And they give you back 50% of what you paid into the bond tax-free, and you're still earning the bond. It's just unheard of. There's there's no other investments out there that do this type, uh, can produce this kind of income uh, as real estate can. For those of you who want to call in again, I'm going to give you the number one more time here since it is a new number. It's 855-497-4DELL. Uh, that's 855-497-4335. And uh, we've got Russell Harris here with us from uh, New York. And um, Russell, as you, you went through this now, we're going to end this segment with, with this thought. It's just a minute here we've got left. And that is, you've done these single-family houses. You refinanced out money. Twice, I think you said. A couple hundred thousand dollars. You've got equity that grew in all these houses. You captured equity in all these houses. And you earned income with all these houses. And then you have these uh, apartment complexes that you bought into as a partner, and they went up in value, and they paid out some money in tax-free income to you, uh, both in cash flow, and then eventually uh, they sold one and, and got that to you, and then they, the other ones they just cashed out and bought you some money. So you've got all this money, but when did you wake up and see that you were worth $1.5 and not $200,000 anymore? I mean... <laughs> When did that day occur? We got just 60 seconds here to get, actually only 30 seconds to get that out. It, uh, yeah, it happened when, when we were going to do one of our first cash out refis. So it was it was four years uh, after after doing our for almost four years to the date. We started March 2013. Our first deal. This was March 2017. But we found out that that we had that much equity. So just four years. There you go. Four years, folks. Four years, and he's a millionaire. Russell Harris will be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Learn to master apartment investing on the Multifamily Masters Tour with Dell Walmsley and Lifestyles Unlimited in Dallas, Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Ride along with the country's top team of apartment investing professionals as you tour four apartment communities with the owners and operators alongside their mentors and educators. For more information, visit MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you can make multifamily millions, too. Open Q&A format with Dell's top team, including operations consultants, mentors, and award-winning members. Get your seat on the bus at MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Due to the nature of the event, seating is very limited. Ride with us for the day and learn how to close the gap on your retirement with multifamily properties, what a profitable property being run as a business looks like in person and on paper, how Lifestyles Unlimited members win local, state, and national awards year after year, which path is right for you, lead, passive, or independent owner, how to upgrade your profits by upgrading your apartment, and what you want. Open Q&A all day long. The only bus ticket worth millions. Get yours at MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Our unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Russell Harris uh, out of New York City. Started his investing in Dallas, went to San Antonio, and then eventually moved to New York. Uh, but Russell 
your mother's still here in in Texas, I take it? Yes, she's born and raised in San Antonio, and she's still there now. All right, so now that you've got this experience up and down the lines here, uh, 27 houses, three apartment complexes, uh, what's a young guy like you going to do? What's your plan for the future here? You know, after getting a taste of the, the returns of, of being a passive investor and making the, you know, the same amount of money or more in the long run, uh, I'd really like to look at, you know, putting our, you know, eventually transferring over our single family all to passive and then looking at kind of the next thing. So, you know, my mom's already retired and really enjoying herself. And, you know, really for me, it's to, to free that up to, uh, you know, does it make sense to go want to be a lead or do I want to travel? Or there's some other hobbies or things that, you know, maybe I was putting off or it was something that I thought maybe I wouldn't be able to take this up for a number of years or decades just based on time. And it's really just getting back that time. Yeah, the, the one thing I would caution you, though, is to get with uh, your consultant or your mentor and look at the tax ramification of going all passive. Right now, because you have a mix, you get to write everything off against your earned income. Uh, excess depreciation, excess losses, anything that you have, you get to take it over and write it against your earned income, probably, uh, if it's all done right, if you've done this right. Yeah, but if you get to be totally passive, then all you get to write off is that income that comes from that passive deal, any excess of that passive deal, uh, you could not use. You would have to keep that for future passive income to write it off against. So you want to look at that. There's there's some relevance to wanting to keep some of your single-family houses, or if not, take the single-family houses and part it down into one apartment complex, maybe. You know, one small apartment that you have the manager run, maintenance person, whole bit which, again, then your mother doesn't have to be driving all over the place. I mean, there's somebody there running it for her, and maybe she goes over once a week just to see the place, just to make her feel like it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know didn't funny, run away uh, from home. You, you, you just reminded me of the, the discussion I had with our, our accountant earlier this year that, uh, as, I was, as I was thinking, you know, we're, we're, we're probably going to slow down on the single-family purchases and, and move more to, to passive and multifamily. And, uh, you know, I got, got kind of used to year over year having a, a large amount of, uh, you know, accelerated depreciation and amortization expenses that, that really make this all tax-free and goes against my earned income. And I said, you know, what, you know what, what, what's our position the next few years? And he was like, look, you, you guys have so much. You, you've really purchased them in the right way that, that you're good for many, 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 many years if you bought nothing else, that, that all of this is going to be tax-free. Now, of course, we're not going to stop, um, but but that was just really, really something that he said. If you if you just stopped now and did nothing, all of this is going to be tax free for many, many years to come, until you have to worry about it. And and, and that's just you know think of where we started. To, to now is just even even those times you know and you and you said it when when I went to the two day years ago. But but I'm still taken aback by all of that. That now this is really possible and this is this is where we're, we're really living that. That life and having having financial results that, that we thought really wasn't for us, that was for those other people or the people on TV or on Shark Tank or so on. It, it's just been amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you said Shark Tank, I was thinking, no, nah, no. Nah. The guys in Shark Tank are work, working their behinds off. They're going to work and they've got their little businesses and they get up and they go and they struggle. And uh, like the Shark Tank guys say, 
um, starting your own business is, is quitting a full-time job to work two full-time jobs to make half the money you made with a full-time job. That's what starting your own business is. Uh, this is quite a bit different than that, so I just laugh at the Shark Tank reference. Uh, I, don't, I don't see the parallel there, but that's okay. The idea of being entrepreneurial is the same, and uh, we are going that direction. So at this point right now, um, what are you doing out there in New York? You got a job, I take it? Still, uh, I'm still in corporate America, but you know now since I'm, I'm I'm less chasing after titles or income, I'm really going after jobs that I'm passionate about. So, you know, I got my start in software development, software engineering, and it's really you know that's that's kind of my passion and my art is taking something that in my mind or, or my brain that doesn't exist and and creating it. Um, and building it from scratch and putting it in a way that, that delivers value for, for, you know, other people and maybe simplifies through through various different technological ways or automation or stuff. And it's really, it, it's allowed me to worry less about, about you know, uh, do I need to chase a different job every few years or income or things like that. And it's now only, you know, be very guarded to only take the projects and the things that I'm passionate about, that I want to get behind, that, that is really just so much fun for me. Well, you know, if you took 200000 turned it into a million five over a four- or five-year period of time, you think about that now that you have equity and net worth of a million five, let's say you take a million of it and you do that again, um, you're talking about, you know, having $10 million in the next five years if you get the same kind of growth rate that you had before. Now, past, you know, whatever that saying is, they keep, keep themselves from getting sued over on the radio, you know, past results do not you know, predict future results. We all know that. But the, the point behind it, the theory is, hey, you know, this growth is going to continue to grow at some rate. And at some point, you're going to have enough income, you're going to have that decision to work if you want. And then whatever it is you do is going to just be uh, a work of passion completely. You know, you won't need the income. The income will be extra. You'll be doing because you want to go out there and create and do something. And I think that's really the ultimate uh, how about your mom? Has she started traveling yet? Is, there, is she getting closer to that living the life that she wanted? She, she, we're, we're slowly getting her, getting her into that because you know she was, she was really just living, uh, you know, the last ten years conservatively and worried about money. So we got her to Disney World in Florida last year, and then earlier this year she got to go to Disneyland with the grandkids in Los Angeles, and then I'm still trying to get her on into New York. So, you know, she's from Texas, from San Antonio, so she wants to come uh, when there's snow. She wants to see. She doesn't realize when you live in a place that's snowing, you're not that excited about it. But when, <laughs> when you never see any in San Antonio, you want to go and, and see it somewhere else. So we'll see about right. that. So she's getting well, Russell, used to it. Anyway. Russell, I want to thank you for coming on. We're coming up to the end of the of this segment here. I want to thank you for coming on, sharing your story with everybody. And for the rest of you out there, remember this. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. To the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past your podcasts, and join the conversation.
The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.